The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to facebook.com slash penhighway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y and mention I sent you. It's finally here. It's fine. We're finally on draft week. A few days. We're we're gonna it's it's almost this is like NFL Christmas. It it, it really is. Um I wish I wish that about Christmas would start sooner, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a long night. It's here. I think we pretty much for the most part know uh, the Steelers have made their moves in free agency. Allen Robinson was probably the last big name they brought on since you and I last talked. Um, so I think that pretty much puts to bed any chance they would draft a receiver. So to me, for the Steelers, I think it's down to probably a cornerback or an offensive tackle. And possibly defensive line. And I think there's only one guy we know that I would be the wild card. Jalen Carter. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's that would be that would be glorious. Uh, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if this is totally. There's there's a lot of unpredictability and all this talk about quarterbacks going early, which they always do. That's like fine. Bring them. Draft all the quarterbacks early. We 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 got our quarterback. All those quarter all those quarterbacks you draft early just means more players that are available to the Steelers. So keep. I keep think drafting. you're right. I, I think it really could. Uh, you have some guys out there you didn't think could affect us that could. You know, you take uh, like Will Levis. I mean, who for years and we talked about this last time. I still scratch my head a little bit. I and mean, he spent years he couldn't break through as a starter at Penn State. Goes to Kentucky, pretty decent year, and all of a sudden, you know, a lot of people think he's going to go maybe to the, to the Redskins, well, the Commanders, who picked right before us. But some people have him going as high as four to the Colts. Um, Carolina most likely is going with Stroud or Bryce Young. Then you got Houston uh, with two picks in the top ten. You know they'll probably screw that up. Uh, so I'm sure they'll take <laughs> That's why they're always picking in the top 10. Right, um, right. <laughs> Arizona doesn't seem to be sold on Kyler Murray anymore. I don't know. Um, you know, and, and the Seahawks, they seem at least pretty. In, can you believe that the Seahawks are pretty happy with a West Virginia legend uh, at quarterback um, that just – I never thought we'd ever hear from the guy again. Hey, I, I mean – that was the biggest shock uh, of the year when it's like, you know, it's like they're going with Geno Smith. What? And then he, it turned out he was he was OK. He was OK for a while. But they're like, no, we're sticking with him. Like, hey, good for you. But I guess so. Yeah. I mean, he didn't make any. He was had one of the highest pass ratings in the league last year. So you're right. I mean, good for you. I don't see it. But I think what where you're going with this, Joe, if I'm, if I'm not being too presumptive. And I think what it, it could be is this could really give the Steelers all kinds of options. Um, and that's where I think if those quarterbacks do go heavy early, you could see them maybe start trading up again. Oh, um, yeah. And I, I really feel like I think the two guys that they're still in love with, I think Joey Porter Jr. And I, yeah, because his dad went here, maybe a small part of that. But I, I think they're really big into him, and I really think they are big on Broderick Jones. Um, I think Kate, I think Carter might be one of those things. If it falls to us, we'll give it a shot. But I really think they they would move up to get one of those two. They they may even 
move up to get like Devin Witherspoon or Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. They, they really need to play this cornerback smart. They, uh, they played uh, actually some, some, whatever you want to call it, platforms have them ranked fifth by my math. They played the fourth highest amount of defensive in man coverage of anybody in the league last year. So that means who's that the Steelers. Okay. So yeah, that means they, they've got to address, you know, the cornerback situation. So the cornerback is very deep this year in the draft, but I still think there's three guys. I think it's Porter jr. I think it's Gonzalez. I think it's Weatherspoon that are, those are the a guys. Then you have, you know, the high B's. Uh, so I think if they trade up, it's going to be for him. I really think they like Broderick Jones a lot. I would not be surprised if Broderick Jones is our first round draft pick. Uh, but then the tackles are deep too. So, um, and then Tomlin actually finally came out and said, what was it? I think Friday that he expects to get a lot of calls for that 32nd pick. So they could end up with two picks in the first round. It's not out of the realm of possibility. He was basically saying he was basically like advertising like, Hey, call us, call us. We got the 32nd pick. Call us. No, right. It makes, it makes a lot of sense because goofy things could happen. Will Levis can go top five or he could go, you know, outside of the first round. Same thing with Richardson, you know, or, or if, if um, Hendon Hooker is available, you know, in, 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 um, in the first, yeah. in, the, in the second round, then, you know, you're, you're just, you got that prime pick, that first pick of the second round. When you when you see how how everything's sorted out, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, go. I'm I'm I'm. I'd be perfectly fine if they traded that thirty second pick. It is and now. You know, this is what's fun about this week. You said like it's Christmas week. Now it's kind of coming out like the Christmas wish lists, and you can see like you know the Patriots have made. Uh, it's not a secret. The Patriots are very high on Joey Porter Jr. So, you know, do they draft up and jump in front of the Patriots somehow uh, right. you know, to, to do that? Or, or can they get in front of the Jets? You know, then do they say the Patriots, hey, we'll give you a 30-second pick and you give us, you know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's really, it's really going to be very interesting. Um, and then the wild card, though, is, is Carter. I mean, this is a guy that some people had going number one overall. Yep. Until that unfortunate, tragic, you know, uh, array of events there after the national championship game. If it wasn't for that, he probably is, my guess, going one or two. Um, I don't think he would have gotten to Arizona three. So, but now, like, you know, if you say, well, hey, if they falls to the Steelers at, at 17, they're going to pick them. Well, there's also 16 other teams where. Hey, maybe the Falcons say, well, we never expect them to be here at eight. So maybe they take them or maybe, you know, the Eagles say, hey, we, we lost a lot of guys on defense. And if he's sitting there at the 10th pick, we're going to we're going to take him. Um, there's there's about four different spots he could go and Jalen Carter could go in the top 10. There's Seattle at five, which would make a lot of sense. The yep. Raiders at seven. That would make a lot of sense just because they like those uh troubled guys. They like those guys <laughs> with the with the red flags. You look um, like a Raider guy. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. He he totally looks like a Raider guy. Uh yeah. I could see him going to the Bears at nine, and I could see him going or I could see him going to, to the uh Eagles at 10. Now, if he gets past the Eagles at 10, then open up the floodgates. Get him. Go get him. You could you could easily trade from 17 to 11 to um to get him and you're not giving up that much. So no, 
I agree. So, you know, it's, and it's like, you know, and I think, you know, it was George's head coach that said, you know, maybe the big, our team MVP these last two years, these national title championships has actually been him. So, you know, it's, it's really odd. I, I usually, I think we have a somewhat of an idea who we think the Steelers are going to pick. It's, it's tough. I mean, ideally if I, if you said, Darren, who do you really think they're going to take? I think it's going to be Broderick Jones, but I don't know. Um, I think if they stay at 17, that could be who it is, but all these other things, all these other factors could come into play. God knows what, what's going to happen. It's going to be crazy. And the, with, with the way Omar Carr, Omar Khan is, you know, we've seen with the um, Allen Robinson trade. That's not something that, uh, Kevin Colbert would have done probably you know, not. no, you know, or, 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 or trading chase Claypool for that second round pick that, you know, this, you, you don't know. He's this, this, you know, we, we criticize the Steelers for being old fashioned and stuck in their ways and traditional. And now they got a guy that is somewhat modern. So uh, he could trade up, he could trade back. We, could, we don't know. We don't know. It's exciting. Yeah, and, and you and I have been talking about that since almost December when this, or January when the Steelers season ended. And we were like, you know what? Now it's going to be fun. What's Omar Ghana Khan going to do? Because we both kind of knew it was going to be different, and it really has been. Uh, and, 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 again, I would be fine, too. And all the funny thing is we talk about all these scenarios. If they just stayed at 17 and 32, I'd also be pretty happy. I mean, I'd be, ha- I'd be thrilled with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just just split. let them fall. Just let, let just you know they like you said they've addressed just about everything. Just take the best player available. Heck, I even saw a mock draft that said they're taking that that wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba. So if that's the case, you could trade Deontay Johnson. Yeah, you could. Uh, and there's other guys they like. They're, they're big on Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State. He's a cornerback. Uh, the big on Daniel, uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel Scott from uh, Cal, a uh, safety who could convert into a cornerback. And then there's Kaylee Ringo from Georgia. Uh, there's like four guys from Georgia that yeah. they want. Um, oh, that was such a loaded could, team. Those guys, they could probably get at, at that 32 pick or, you know, whatever they may do. So, I mean, they may feel like, hey, uh, we can get the guy we get we want to get if Joey Porter's gone. But I, I do feel – if there is a guy that could determine what they do, it could be if if Joey Porter Jr. is there and it doesn't look, it looks like they either have the opportunity to get him. I think that's the guy they may try to pull the trigger on to move up to get. Or I think, or I think it's Broderick Jones. Uh, I think those are the two guys they like the most. Tomlin's not going to show you his cards; he never does. But I just think from just the feeling I get, um, that's just been the guy. You know, I mean, I think everybody has had the Steelers going after Joey Porter Jr. since like November. Uh, so uh, he's got to be in the mix. But like I said, there's some other guys, Devin Weatherspoon, Christian Gonzalez that are out there. Um, and then the tackles are tremendous uh, and they need a tackle. They really need a tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a mock draft that has. Uh, the Patriots at 14 taking Broderick Jones and then the commander, the Washington at 16 taking Joey Porter Jr., which yeah. would just, just be so see that would be, that'd be tough. Here's what I want to know, and this is something I've never been able to figure out. 
how much do the NFL teams and GMs talk to each other? Like how much do how, how much does the 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 Washington GM talk to Omar Khan and saying, "Hey, we're going to take Joey Porter. We're going to take we're going to we're going to take him right right before you do." So it's like, "Okay, game on." Then I'll trade up to, to get him before you do. So I don't know. I don't I don't know how how, how that works. Yeah, I I think that they do. You know, I think as long as I I think two big things come into play. One, just a good relationship overall. But two, I think, you know, I think the Steelers could be talking to the commanders with a lot more, we say, uh, free uh, talk and and open communication than they would be with the Bengals, Browns or Ravens. Right. Yeah. 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 Those are guys they might talk to. And, and, you know, uh, but yeah, I think that they do. Um, and you know, they got to be talking a little bit about what would you do? And I think that that's got to come early, right? Like Tomlin's got to kind of look at how probably those first eight to 10 picks go. And I think you hit the nail on the head there. If Carter's there after 10, well, now we got to start talking about what we're going to do here. Um, you know, cause, uh, cause, but that's the other thing. That's that's why Carter is such a wild card because we can't just think of that as well. If he falls the Steelers, they're going to take them. But um, there's like, you know, probably six or seven other teams are like, holy shit, Carter fell to us. We, right, right. They're, gonna, they're thinking the same thing. Yeah. They're going to think of the same thing. And so, yeah, it's really, he's really kind of the wild card in the whole first round there, really where he may go. I don't think he'll get out of first round at all, uh, but he could go anywhere. And, you know, even you look at the Lions, I mean, they're, they had a very good defense last year. Um, you could you imagine the Lions and they have, they have two picks. They have, they pick right after the Steelers. Uh, could you imagine the Lions uh, adding Carter? I could see them doing it too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting uh, the way they could go. And then the one sleeper I've seen in some circles is, is Cansey from Pitt. You know, he's a tremendous defensive tackle and it's something the Steelers need. Uh, so he's another guy that could kind of shuffle things up a little bit in there. Yeah. Yeah, I've 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 seen him go all over the place. So yeah, who knows? Uh, I think it would be hilarious if the Patriots drafted Joey Porter Jr. and then his dad has to be become a Patriots fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, I, I or, don't know. I think or if, if if uh, his or if the Ravens draft him, and he has to become a Ravens oh. fan. Oh. Oh, that would be bad. That was that's just a lot of bad blood there. <laughs> there really is, yeah. Or or he could end up with the Bengals. That could even be worse. Oh, you imagine oh, going to the Bengals. Oh. Um, I think yeah. there's one other guy out there that I don't think it mentions as, as much as he should. And there's Paris, it's Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, at Ohio State. He is. He reminds me of like Orlando Pace used to be. Uh, he the giant. He destroys guys. Uh, he's physical. He has massive arms. He has massive arm length. Uh, he he's another guy that I think can see the Steelers taking. Um, and I think I put it kind of in that order. I think it's still Joey Porter Jr. No matter what anybody says. Then I think it's Broderick Jones or Paris Jones Jr. Is kind of what I think might be on the big board, but that's just a guess. Uh, so there could be other guys. And you know, I know I know Tomlin likes Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. Uh, he's the considered a number one overall cornerback, so probably a chance he won't be there. But there could be a lot of things that fall into their lap. Um, I think the Jets, if they are at 15, you know, they're probably wanting to protect their new acquisition. Seems like every time we do this podcast, Joe, something huge breaks that day. Yeah. 
Aaron <laughs> Rodgers officially to the Jets today as the time we're, we're filming this podcast. So now that kind of throws the wrench into a thing because the Packers are going to – they swap that pick. They'll have the 13th pick now. I am shocked that they did that deal now. I figured they would do – I figured they would do the deal like right after the uh, the Jets <laughs> picked at 13 or something like that. But, yeah, they 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 Aaron Rodgers is a Jets. And so so they, they traded first-round picks, and I think the, the Packers also got a second – their second this year and a conditional second that might turn into a first – for next year so yeah and a fourth so and, yeah yeah uh i put that on twitter i think you liked it a few weeks ago I'm like haven't we seen this before brett Favre is a jet and i we'll see i mean i it's aaron Rodgers. um the only thing i always say about aaron Rodgers, as good as he's supposed to be and all the skills he has he's you know i don't know if that's on the packers or that's on him like how are the packers not won more championships or at least been in more Super Bowls with him at the helm. I, I still feel there's something odd there. I don't, I'm not saying anybody sucks. He obviously doesn't suck. He's a four-time NFL MVP for God's sakes, but uh, how did you really mess it up that bad if you're the Packers? Um, I, I don't know. There were, I mean, there were, there were some years where the Packers were like the number one seed They're at home. They got a buy and they still blow it. I don't know. I don't know how that yeah. happens. Yeah, they're like the Gonzaga of the NFC. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, so I don't know. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, the Jets didn't have a great offensive line last year, you know, so obviously you want to protect that investment. So I'm thinking they got to be looking at the tackle too. So would they want the, would they allow the Steelers, like you're saying, are the GMs going to talk? Are they going to allow the Steelers to jump in front of them to get one of the top tackles, uh, you know, in there? So, it's really going to be quite dramatic. Um, those, it's funny, and I can really care less what happens to anybody after the Steelers pick. Uh, right? I, yeah. I, it's like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of do only only because it's like, well, if we still have that thirty second pick, then I kind of care what you know what eighteen through thirty one are. But it's, other well, than that, I, I don't care what they do. That's the thing. Obviously, someone's not going to give like a, a top tier pick, but someone that has that twenty eighth. 29th, 27th, they may go for 32. So the Steelers may be picking again in the first round. I I probably think it's not that highly likely, but you never know. So yeah, um, it, it's really going to be interesting. It, it, we've we've compared it to fantasy drafts sometimes too. It's like you know, uh, well here go their quarterbacks. You know, it's like if that's the way it goes, then it's going to get really interesting. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy and it's exciting. And yeah, it's, it's, but that, that's the thing about that night is it's so long. Like, come on. We don't need 15 minutes between oh. each. Like, come on, let, let's speed this up a little bit. Let's, let's talk faster, guys. Come on. It, it is. It's so brutal. I, I like the idea of them. I love the, I, I actually love the idea that they've been like uh, going to different NFL cities and hosting it live there. Uh, I think it's fun. Although I feel like we should have had it before, like, um, but yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh but, needs if, if they're sending it to different cities, you better bring it to Pittsburgh. It should be coming here soon. I, I agree with you. Um, um, put it in the Monroeville Convention Center <laughs> where they where they can't even get like Comic Con going there, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> breaking fire codes, um, and everything. 
yeah, no, it, it, and it's, you know, you and I both say a lot of times, but there's a big part of me that would love that that first Saturday morning, getting up 9 a.m., here we go, three rounds on Saturday, it's your whole day. I miss that too, but um, yeah, this this first night, that first, I guess, it's probably going to be two and a half hours, Joe, maybe two before they even get to the Steelers at 17. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and I'm not sure what time it kicks off this year again, eight o'clock, hopefully. I believe eight o'clock, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I, I that that night, like the the national championship game, I think it, kicked, it tipped off at like nine twenty. I'm like, are you out of your damn? That's mind? Right. that's so stupid. Like nine twenty, guys. You're yeah, <laughs> you're starting the at, at in the middle of the night. Like that's that's yeah. so. Dumb. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. If you live on the West Coast, too bad. You live on the West Coast. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, uh, <laughs> but so yeah, I just I don't know. Um, so eight o'clock and get it rolling, but. Yeah, I, but in this year, I think it may take longer because I think there could be a lot of wheeling and dealing. It, it's going to be a very interesting draft. And probably, I've been saying this to you for weeks now, I think it's the most important draft for the Steelers in the last decade. It really is. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Omar Khan has made a lot of moves this year so far this this offseason, and they look good so far. You know, on paper, they, they look good, but it's all about, this, this is it. It's like, okay, what kind of GM are you? What kind of draft are you going to have? You're, you know, your your success will be defined by the draft. So no pressure, bro. Well, and you bring up an qu- interesting question earlier about how much do the GMs communicate and, you know, how much are him and Tomlin going to communicate right in our own organization, you know? Like, how's that going to go? Who's going to be the guy that really says, no, I get the final say, you know? We never know. We've never known who was like the, the final decision maker. I guess the final decision maker is the owner, <laughs> uh, but really, I don't know. I don't. I, we 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 have no idea who is actually, you know, calling the shots and, and who wants what. We don't know. Yeah, uh, but you know, I think some of the good books, like the the, I think uh, I hate I forget his name, the guy who did Chuck Noll book, um, who, who did such a tremendous job in that book. And they really had to convince him a couple of times to pick guys that ended up being Steeler legends. And, and likewise, Noel had to sell them on some things. So, you know, I, I you just kind of, I love the dichotomy of that. I kind of wonder how it's going to go. I mean, the, the, yeah, the time, are you talking about Jim Wexel? Yeah. He, yeah. he put out a book about the draft. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. which I would, I, 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 sh- I should have grabbed. I, I would. I would have. Uh, I, I. I would love. I love stuff like that. Um, the the story I heard about the Ben Roethlisberger draft is Bill Cowher wanted like a linebacker or something like that, and and uh, Dan Rooney came in and is like, maybe we should take a quarterback. How often are we drafting this low? So yeah, yeah. Well, there's still that proverbial. Even though we got Kenny Pickett last year, there's still that proverbial Dan Marino in '84. Like. Stiller fans will never let them live that down. <laughs> it's like um, ever. Um, like Dan Marino will unfortunately one day pass away and will be like, "Yeah, that's a guy we should have drafted." Like that's the first thing they'll say is like, "What would have happened?" <laughs> like not like he's a great guy, but um, great guy should have been a Steeler star of the movie um, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Pet, right. Pet Detective. Those are right. those are the, the 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 three things we we need we know about uh, Dan Marino. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and there's just, I mean, and that tackle spot's so deep. They love, they love the kid out of Northwestern, too. Uh, Parker. Skronsky. 
Yes, Goronsky. Um, so it's it, it's really, yeah. Uh, who do you feel, Joe? Like, I mean, you know, you asked me a little bit. Like, who do you feel in your heart of hearts are going to get? So, so I think they're going to go. Um, I, I think they're going to get one of the tackles because if they the, 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 this is supposedly a deep draft on on cornerbacks, so maybe they could wait till thirty two or forty nine to get their cornerback, but they'll get their tackle first because everything they've done has about uh, you know almost every move they've made has screamed. We're redoing the offensive line. Well, you redid. Okay, you got another guard. Uh, supposedly center's okay. You got you, you you know you got a lot of you got a lot of offensive linemen. You didn't do a dang thing with the tackles. I could see him drafting two two tackles this draft. Yeah, I I could too, and I I think there's enough cornerbacks that they feel like that thirty second pick, or like I said, the, maybe the backdoor deal might be. Yeah, we'll give you 32nd for, you know, 27, 20th or 29th, somewhere in there. And that's where they grab a cornerback. Um, right. I, I still feel, and I, and I swear, listening audience, I'm not being a homer. I still feel if Joey Porter Jr. is there, that's who they're going to grab. If Joey Porter Jr. is not there, then I, I'm with you. I think it's Broderick Jones or Paris Jones, Johnson Jr. That's my, that's who I'm going to say it's going to be. There's well, there's there's a lot of validity there. I could totally see that. You know, it's kind of like kind of like last year. I don't know. I don't think they expected Kenny Pickett to be there, but they they just loved him. And as soon as they saw Kenny Pickett was there, I was like, grab. Okay, we're 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 taking him. I think it's the same thing with Joey Porter Jr. It's like regardless of who's out there, if Joey Porter Jr. is there, just for the just for the not the sentimentality, but just for. I mean, yeah, and these—that's a good point, Joe. You know, and they stood their ground at, at the Kenny Pickett pick. Everyone's like, "Maybe we got to move up to get him." No, uh, they stayed there. I think we're still uh, on a little bit of a high from the Devin Bush deal. Um, and I laughed because I just read an article two days where he told—I think it was Mark Cabali. I don't know why the Steelers didn't have interest in me. And I, I, I just, what? Are you serious? Um, but I just. Who knows? You 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 bring up the point about Omar Khan. I mean, we don't know what he's going to do. He he could trade up because yeah, when we did that for Devin Bush, we hadn't done that in forever. Uh, we haven't done it since. Um, so it's fresh in your mind. Hey, last time we did this, we got burnt. But hey, that was that was you know a different guy, different GM. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they Who leapfrog knows? into that top twelve or thirteen with a trade of some sort. So exciting. It's so exciting. It I, I, yeah. I just have a feeling all the quarterbacks are going to go early. They're teams won't be able to help themselves. They're they're just they're just not. And you know, yeah. I mean, Houston, Houston will probably screw it up somehow. But still, um, I don't know. I don't know. I just I I, I think that like the, of, of the first five picks, four of them will be quarterbacks. I, I agree. Um, I agree. And I think, I think the Steelers probably have, if it's not Porter Jr., I think they have one other cornerback in mind. If that guy's not there, I think they go tackle. And, and they may even want to tackle before that. They, they may, I think they're really sold on Broderick Jones. Um, you know, and who knows who else, uh, but I, I think they want to solidify that. Like I said, this is a team, uh, whether you want to say the number four, number five, that they were, that's how often they played man defense. So defensive backs are crucial for this defense to succeed. 
So I'm sure they're going to load up on them. It's just a matter of when and where in this draft they're going to do that. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of talented guys. A lot of those guys are, you know, over six foot. And that, that's something where it's kind of funny. Uh, you, you think back to uh, one of the best cornerbacks we ever had. He dropped every darn interception and basically was thrown to him. But you probably know where I'm going with this. Ike Taylor. Ike Taylor. But Ike was a good 6'2". He, he was a good shutdown corner, even though he didn't have a lot of picks. Ike was a lot better than I think we ever gave him credit for during the time he was with the Steelers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if he caught some of those interceptions, he'd be, he'd be a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Or at least the Steelers, you know, uh, Ring of Honor, Hall of Fame, whatever you want to say it. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of guys. So the Forbes, uh, the, the Ringo kid out of Georgia, they liked a lot. Uh, so, yeah, you never know. Um, you, they could go tackle, cornerback, cornerback, or they could go cornerback, tackle, tackle. I, it's, I don't know. Blake Freeland from BYU is another guy they really, really like. He's a guy that could probably be there at the 32nd pick. So, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I were to predict, like, the first three picks, and one of them is a tackle, one of them is a cornerback, and I don't know what the third is. Maybe, maybe, maybe another cornerback, maybe another tackle. I don't know. Maybe two tackles on the cornerback. I don't know, but I think, right. I, th- I think for sure that'll be, that'll be it. Um, an- another wild card is this running back, uh, Bijan Robinson, or is that him? I, I don't know, Joe. I mean, I get him, yeah, but I, I think he goes a little bit earlier than people are thinking. I mean, I, I just do. Uh, you may even see Houston grab him early, um, or not Houston, um, Atlanta. Yeah, you might see Atlanta grab him early. You might see even the Raiders uh, because uh, they're going to franchise tag uh, J- uh, uh, Jacoby or no, uh, Brandon Jacobs. No, what the hell? I'm sorry. What's that kid's name from the, the Raiders? Josh Jacobs. Uh, thank you, Jacobs. I knew it was Jacobs. Or is uh, he gone? I'm not sure. No, he's he might... still there. Uh, he's still I Okay. Think, I don't think they got the deal done. So he might be in a contract here. So I don't know. Um, but you're right. You know, fact that he could end up falling just about anywhere here too. Uh, if yeah, he could go early. Ready, he could fall, and then, yeah, if he goes early, that's another player that could that could that could uh, be available to the Steelers. I guess nothing did happen. I thought there were reports earlier in the year, uh, earlier this past week that uh, Derrick Henry was going to the Eagles. That hasn't happened. Um, but if something were to happen on Thursday. And the Titans get rid of Henry, then they're probably going to grab, you know, uh, grab this young man. So it'll be interesting. It'll, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I can't. It's... Go ahead. What's that? No, <laughs> go ahead. You're good. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I think it's just going to be totally unpredictable. Heck, heck, we might see Lamar Jackson get traded. It's funny. I was thinking about you today. Uh, you know, we were talking earlier. I'm in Miami this week, folks, but uh, I had a Ravens fan sitting at my table today uh, and he just put his head down. He said, we're a mess. <laughs> I said, I know. I said, I, I have a buddy that we're, we're getting together. We're doing a podcast later. We, we've said it. We don't really often say the Ravens are a mess, but they're a mess. I'm telling you what, <laughs> I'm telling you what. I was thinking that I was thinking that today. I think the Ravens are no, not only just a mess, I think they're just a house of cards. I think they're they're just ready to collapse. 
if this yeah. if this Lamar Jack this Lamar Jackson is basically holding the team together right now, and it could just it, it could just totally obliterate because I don't I don't think there is good like like people think oh the Ravens are so good at drafting not really not really I think I think when they lost um what's his name Ozzie Newsom as a GM as soon as he was gone the new guy isn't so good it's 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 smoke and mirrors there and I think one of the things that Lamar got really um, he lost a lot of, I don't want to say followers. He lost a lot of support when he didn't show up to the playoff game because him and Huntley were like really good buddies. They're like best friends. And, you know, he's starting a playoff game. You don't even show up to the playoff game to support your friend. Uh, you know, and uh, I mean, that was a real bad look, bad look on him, bad look on the organization. Uh, you know, I think that's why they're the Ravens GM kind of took a shot at, you know, uh, no, no good top running back or no good top receivers, no good top quarterbacks. It's, it's, it's a mess there. Hey um, man, show, be there, be on there on the sideline, be there for your team. Just, yeah. Offer some help or something like that. Yeah. That, that was a really bad look. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I know, I know you shouldn't take anything that happens on Twitter seriously, but Lamar Jackson did send out a tweet saying basically to the people of Baltimore, um, I love you, but bye. So I mean, you know, I don't think this is this is going to end well. I don't think he's going to end up being a uh, a, a Raven. I don't know. I don't know. You know, and it's, I didn't even think of that, Joe. You're right, and that could throw another big wild card because what if they trade him and and they jump into the top five or top six somehow by doing that? I, I'm sure, not to pick on him. I'm sure Houston or like Arizona would be dumb enough to do it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, we'll give you Kyler Murray. Um, you know, and it's just I I sorry. Sure. Jackie. Fans. I could see that. I could I could see something silly like that happen. Yeah. I, uh, I could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 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 going to be it's going to be crazy. Um I know when you I mean you're out of town now. I know you rock your Steeler gear, you you rock your whatever you know thing. I was I was just out of town. I was rocking my Steeler hat. This guy and mostly I I'm sure it happens to you too. You get you get you know friendly people. You know, maybe a little good nature ribboning or something like that, but mostly friendly people. It's like, hey, you know, if they're if they're a fan of another team or something like that, they're they're nice about it. And and this guy just comes up to me. He says, "By the way, it wasn't a catch." And at first, I thought it was a Patriots fan, uh-huh. and then I thought maybe it's a Raiders fan about the immaculate reception, and then maybe I, and then I thought maybe it's an Arizona Cardinals fan about the Super Bowl. I don't even know what he was referring to. It's funny you should say that because I spent some time in the airport, obviously getting down here, and I saw there's more people than I, and I've been traveling a lot lately. Uh, there's more people wearing their NFL gear this week, you know. Um, and they've been, they were talking, a guy came up to me at, at Miami International. I was waiting to pick up my, my bags. Um, we got behind a Carnival Cruise Line pickup, so it took forever. <laughs> and this guy, he walks right up to me, and he's in a Colts hat, and he's like, so what do you think you guys are doing? And I mean, you know, it's just, it's funny. You're right. It's, it's, the it's very palpable this year. Uh, I, cause I think a lot of teams are in that thing. Like no one knows what Carolina is going to do. Are they going to go, uh, are they going to go with, you know, Bryce Young? Or are they going to go with Stroud? Stroud yeah. they go with, could they go, could they be the Carolina Panthers and, you know, take a kicker? Um, <laughs> you know, and then I think anybody doing a podcast this week about this very thing of, let's say, these 18 teams right here, uh, 
are probably talking about what do you think is going to happen to Jalen Carter? Right. I think it's a wild card for everybody, including us. And that's the other thing. I mean, what if he does fall right to us? Um, you and I are sitting here for the last 25, 30 minutes talking about offensive tackles and cornerbacks. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if it turns out he's the biggest bust ever. If he's available, you got to take him. I don't care. I, I would, I would rather take that chance. I, I agree. I think he's a freak. I, I mean, you, you put him in there with TJ Watt. I mean, could you imagine the possibilities? Um, it, it's just, yeah. And it, it is a deep, decent draft on offensive tackle. So then maybe you get the offensive tackle. I don't know. It's so much fun to figure out what they may do or just pontificate what they may do. I can't wait. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm yeah. So, I'm so, oh, yeah. It's so much fun. It's so much fun, but especially when they say the Steelers are on the clock, it's like, okay, here we go. Finally. Right. But, and like, but the thing is too, like by then what has happened by finally, you know, it's like, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's really going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I also, one last thing, you know, speaking of the Colts, they're picking at four and Arizona picks at three. I could see them moving up from four to three and like trading like five first round draft picks or some stupid thing like that. Uh, how about how about the 49ers? They're now they're trying to trade Trey Lance. They traded like three first round picks for the dude. And now they're trying to trade him. I, I know it's 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 amazing. And I guess we shouldn't, I mean, it's funny. It's what um anything could happen today or tomorrow. You know, or Thursday morning uh, prior to draft day. There's nothing saying you can't make a move on Thursday morning before draft night. So, yeah, yeah, I I don't think it's over yet. I mean, it may or may not be, but, yeah. Um, This is a deep draft, a talented draft. There's a lot of guys out there saying this could be one of those ones that goes down as one of the better draft classes in the last, you know, 15 to 20 years. So there's a lot of top-heavy talent. Uh, I think talent that could make an impact right away with a lot of these teams. So, yeah, I mean, I'm pumped. Yeah, so exciting. All right. I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk uh Thursday. Uh I'm sure everybody will be talking uh Thursday. It's gonna be so much fun. It's 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 gonna be awesome. So all right. Thanks. Thanks, uh thanks for coming on and um hope 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 you hope your hotel's working okay. <laughs> it's working great, Joe. Thanks for having me. And I, I look forward to next week, hopefully, and we can talk about what they did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll see you. All right. Thanks, Joe. Bye.